Hey everybody, thanks for joining me today on the How Much Greater Podcast. This is Mark Scott, and today's episode will be a Mark's Minute, which will be five minutes or less. Before we jump into today's content, I want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at How Much Greater, or we are on Instagram at How Much Greater underscore 311. I also invite you to join our Facebook group, and of course, subscribe to this podcast on Podbean, or find us on iTunes by searching for How Much Greater with Mark Scott. And remember, that's Mark with a C. Well, so at the time of this recording, it is Saturday, March 21st. What should be happening in a normal situation is I should be watching the NCAA tournament, enjoying March Madness, and figuring out the first teams to make it into the Sweet 16. However, um, we are, in case people listen to this way in the future, uh, we are in the midst of what is called COVID-19, the coronavirus, and social distancing and isolation and businesses are shut down, restaurants are closed, schools, uh, even though we're ending spring break here, will be closed for a while. And um, so there's definitely a lot going on. So with this episode, real quick, I'm just going to take a second, if it's okay, which I I guess it really doesn't matter if it's okay, I'm going to do it. Anyway, and... uh, Just say a quick prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day and thank you for your grace and your mercy and uh, pray that your guidance and your truth and your wisdom would be um, at the forefront and be leading and guiding our government leaders and healthcare workers and people that are in positions to make important decisions. And we pray for the people who have um, contracted this virus and people Uh, their friends, their family members, um, pray for your protection over them, your provision for the people who are going through loss of employment right now. Um, Lord, that you would bring healing, that you would bring a quick recovery to um, people and their physical health and their relationships, uh, financial status, um, and all of that. And Lord, as an educator, I pray that you will give us guidance uh, in our schools for how we will move forward and the steps we will take there. Be with all of the educators and administrators and teachers and staff, um, people who are paid hourly, people who are paid different salary um, and all of that and, and help find a way not only to provide for them, but most importantly, Lord, to serve our students during this time as well and help our young children especially make sense of what's going on. Um, in a weird in a weird way, Lord, we have been isolated and separated from one another and yet have never been more together uh, with a shared experience. And so we just pray, Lord, that somehow in some way you get glory through all of this um, as it works out. We love you and praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray all of this. Amen. So, hey, very quickly today, I'm just going to touch on John 7 and 8 and let you know that there's this weird thing that goes on in John chapter 7 where um, Jesus is kind of going back and forth, vacillating between being a public figure and also yet being very in secret and private. Um, He says the right time has not yet come. Um, And then ultimately he does go public in John 7. So there's kind of an interesting episode that happens there. In John chapter 8, if I had to entitle it anything, it would be called, Who Do You Think You Are? And it's basically um, Jesus taking on the Pharisees and 
going up against them. And I'm just going to uh, mention very quickly right here that this one's going to go just a tad over five minutes because of that prayer. So uh, just to wrap this up, though, with John 8, skipping along, like this is halfway into the chapter, starting in verse 36. He says, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And in verse 44, the devil, uh, we we are told, is the father of lies. And then throughout this passage here, verse 42 through 47, Jesus calls out the Jewish leaders in a most dramatic way. He calls them the children of the devil and say that they don't even belong to God. Now listen, these are the religious leaders. This is the religious elite of his day, and this is what he's saying to them. And so not to be outdone, the Jews turn around and claim that Jesus is demon-possessed in verse 52. And the Jews are essentially saying to Jesus, who do you think you are? Um, And they come out and, and they say that. And it's another interesting question. You know, I talk about profound questions and the question Jesus poses to, to people and the questions that are posed throughout the New Testament as people encounter Jesus. And this is a good one. This is a who do you think you are question. That takes us right back to that core fundamental question that I'm always talking about. Who is Jesus to you? It's just another way, kind of a more offensive way and a more direct way. But it's another way of asking that question that's something that we have to ponder and wrestle with is the identity of Jesus um, to us. So who is Jesus to you, who is Jesus to me? And, and this twist on it is, who is Jesus to himself? Who is he saying that he is? Um, so interesting, just kind of wanted to skim through 7 and 8. And when we get into John chapter 9, we're going to spend a little bit more time there. Fascinating um, things that happen there. But thanks again for listening today. And um, I do hope you are doing well and be praying for one another and and uh, praying for our schools as we go back and and start serving food and all of that stuff. Thanks so much. Have a great day.